Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network. It is Pac-12 football and beyond, and what an interesting week it is. An early start to what I think is a really intriguing game Friday night, Washington, UCLA. We're going to get into that. Uh, We're also going to talk a little bit about Oregon State, Utah, a really intriguing game on Saturday. Uh, We've got Cal at Washington State. We've got Colorado, Arizona for the bottom feeders uh, of this uh, conference, although I think that uh, Arizona is uh, less of a bottom feeder than even Colorado. Arizona State might take that mantle with Colorado, and they got go to USC. Good luck there. Stanford, can they get anything done offensively against Oregon? Doesn't look like it, but we're going to get into breaking down these games for you in detail. A reminder, you can get – even more uh, detailed film room breakdowns and analysis from a coaching and scouting viewpoint over at LandryFootball.com. That's where you want to go to get the most uh, intuitive uh, inside analysis on the college and pro game, players, teams, coaches, schemes, uh, evaluating the games before they take place, getting inside the film room, telling you why things happen, giving you a viewpoint that's a little bit unique uh, and we're very proud of. So make sure that you check it out at LandryFootball.com. Also, we encourage you to subscribe, like, and share Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel and the Landry Football Podcast Network. You're a fan of the Pac-12, Pac-12 football and beyond. Make sure that you sign up for this uh, as well as, um, you know, Pac-12 football and beyond. Subscribe, like, and share. If you're a fan of the other conferences, subscribe to that as well. And as well, it's the same thing. It's Big 12 football and beyond, SEC football and beyond. You've got it. So, Washington at UCLA. It is a Friday night matchup. It is 10.30 Eastern time, 9.30 Central uh, on ESPN in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Washington has looked really good on film, folks. Kalen DeBoer, perfect example of a good coach coming in, bringing his offense over from Fresno State, and he's doing a really good job. This offense is exploding under Michael Penix and DeBoer. Uh, The run defense showed up large against Michigan State and Stanford. They're 4-0, and they played about as good or as close to their capabilities as just about anybody in the country. You know, they're not the best team in the country. They're not even close to being the best team in the country, but they're good, and they have played really good thus far against some teams that have challenged them and, you know, not the soft schedule that you – typically see with some of these teams. Michael Penix leads the nation in passing. They're third in sacks. The offensive line has been flawless, and they're really working in a harmonious way. UCLA, on the other hand, has not been tested. Washington um, got a push past a few decent teams, but UCLA, Colorado, South Alabama, Bowling Green, They've not looked good and and quite frankly or fortunate to have won the games that they have. They've yet to see any semblance of a passing game. Um, You know, and they're going to have to be ready to get physical and open up things in this game if they're going to have a chance. The the line of scrimmage has not been bad. Um, You know, but... I would expect it more out of them against Colorado and South Alabama. And they were certainly cranked it up against Colorado, but against South Alabama in particular, I was in Bowling Green, not all that uh, inspiring. So the Buffaloes are bad. And Washington had four games to get ready. UCLA had four easy dates. The veterans are in the backfield. They can handle the pressure. The offensive line has been good. 
D's taking the ball away more than anything else with the first time this year. Defense should be able to get some pressure on Michael Penix. Um, Washington from having easy third down chances, keeping the change moving. UCLA should be able to control the tempo better than anybody has against Washington. So it is a challenge, different challenge for Washington. So can UCLA step it up several notches? Can you just turn it on? Can you just get better? The consistency has been there, but the team focus and effort has gone into spurts. They better be high energy, high focus. If they get the type of performance and the energy that they had when they played against LSU to open up the season last year, that's what they need here. The problem is Washington's style. UCLA finally has to play a team that can hold up against the run, and Pennick should be able to hit enough deep throws to open everything up. It's going to be fun. I'm thinking a lot of points here. Um, the over and under, we've got some thoughts on where we might go on that. Washington's favorite by three. We've got the pick for you at LandryFootball.com. But I think this game is an early uh, temperature gauge for both of these teams because I think Washington's look better. UCLA has not looked good at all. So there's a decided advantage here. But these games, particularly at this stage, tends to settle a little bit. Curious to see where this one goes. Also curious to watch Oregon State at Utah. This is going to be 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central on Saturday on the Pac-12 Network. It's going to be in Rice-Eccles Stadium in Salt Lake City. Um, Oregon State played USC well. No moral victories. I get that. But they are tougher than people think. Now, um, that game last week was on the Pac-12 Network. So I don't know how many of you saw that game. But the Beavers have the offensive powerhouse to play. They made too many mistakes. Credit USC's defense. But Oregon State was too mistake-prone. The offense did not play well against USC. But they are better. They had four turnovers. That's what killed them. They have the ability to make plays. They've got to clean things up. The secondary had problems against Jay Kaner and Fresno State. But it's been really good against everything else, including Caleb Williams and his all-star group of receivers. On the other side, Chance Nolan in the passing game were pushing it down the field. The offensive line is uh, giving everyone time to work. It's not going to be able to power its way through the Utah defensive front, but it'll hold its own against the pass rush. This Utah running game should have success. It should rumble a bit. Oregon State isn't generating a pass rush or enough plays in the backfield, and the defensive front is getting hit a bit too hard. It's not getting gashed too badly, but it's allowing 4.7 yards of carry, and now it's got to deal with the balance and the grinding consistency of this bunch. The offense put San Diego State away after a few drives, and Arizona State wasn't even close last week against the, the Utes. Um, the slow, methodical um, domination in that game. Utah's going to throw for 200-plus yards and run for over 200 because that's what they do. They're balanced. Can Oregon State match the production and hold up and keep the turnovers down. Turnovers killed them last week. It'll absolutely kill them if they happen this week. Utah has one very unfortunate interception in the opening loss to Florida, and that's been about it. They don't make mistakes, and it cost them that game, or they'd be you know clear and unbeaten. Um, it's given away a one turnover per game. So uh, Oregon State's turnover factor, that's got to change or else – Utah win and maybe win going away here. We've got some thoughts further about this game over at LandryFootball.com, so make sure that you check that out.
Cal goes to Martin Stadium in Pullman, Washington to play the Cougars. What a game that was last week. Um, Cal, everyone saw the Bears just come up just short in, against Notre Dame, but they've been playing pretty well otherwise. 2014 win over UNLV seemed like a little bit of a close call against a mediocre team, but it turns out it was a strong defensive performance against a breakthrough offensive team. Arizona was coming in off a big win over North Dakota State. It couldn't stop anything that Cal tried to do on the ground. The team has been relatively adaptable. It's got a good defensive performance against uh, Notre Dame. It's got Jack Plummer in the passing game gone. Uh, Jaden Knott ran for 274 yards. He's played very, very well. Four scores against the Wildcats. Control the clock, win the turnover battle, and um, they, they, they've got a shot here. The Cougars have been really good. Uh, they survived Wisconsin with a few key takeaways, a gut check performance where the offense wasn't going well, a wild fourth quarter shootout and a loss last week to Oregon that was a crazy game. But they've been pretty solid up front. Pass rush has been amongst the best in the nation. The running game has had its moment. Um, Cameron Ward has been really good. He's saved for a few keys, including a tough, rough mistake against Oregon. So it really comes down to can Cal win the turnover battle. Uh, Washington State looks like the better team on film thus far. The Bears have been airtight with the ball with just two turnovers. They play a clean game, they're going to have a chance here because Washington State, while more explosive, is more mistake-prone. Washington State has had issues with those mistakes, and if they turn it over 10 times in four games with at least two giveaways in each, um, this could be a closer game and be in peril. Still think the Cougars are the better team and should probably get it done. Colorado's at Arizona. That's 9.30 if you're interested. 9.30 Eastern time, um, 8.30 Central on the Pac-12 network. Colorado has had a hard time on a lot of things, but they've got to get the running game going. Arizona's playing about as well as they can play. It might be doing a good job of holding up at home, but it got trucked by Cal last week and got run over by a North Dakota State in a big win for Arizona, but North Dakota State really ran the football on The run defense didn't have to deal with any sort of ground attack against Mississippi State because they decided to throw the football on them. San Diego State never got the offense going here. So it's going to be about Colorado trying to run the football. Can it do it? Can it do it well enough? Um, Arizona's got a chance to open things up. The offense is going to wing it around a little bit with uh, Jaden Delora coming uh, off the 400 one-yard performance against Cal. The ground attack has worked when when it's got some attention. Colorado's run defense is about as bad as anybody. TCU, Minnesota's ate them up alive. Arizona's not quite as good, but they can be effective. We'll see what they can do. Colorado won't have probably enough to get this one done, but maybe they can keep it competitive. Arizona's certainly someone that's not going to run away from anybody. Um, Arizona State goes to USC. Arizona State is in trouble, and I don't see a turnaround during the course of the year. Uh, just looking at the team on, on tape, not, not discussing the future, you can get that more in my podcast on the rise and fall of Arizona State football under Herm Edwards. The run defense held up fine against the Utes. The defense gave up 465 yards and all, but played better than it did in, uh, in that back-breaking loss to Eastern Michigan. 
Um, the Arizona State running game was stuffed by the Utes. USC's defensive run can be run on, uh, but can they do it? I think they're going to need to get Emory Jones in the run game. He's got to get loose. He's going to take off, and Xavier uh, Valade has got to be a workhorse for him. Run, run, and slow down this USC offense by keeping them off the field. USC was not real effective looking last week. Uh, three weeks. They've been rolling, and I think they're going to get it back on track. Caleb Williams and company is going to – it got out of Corvallis. This is a completely different team in Arizona State. Um, I just don't know that they have enough to keep this game close. Uh, unless USC screws it up big time, this is likely a blowout victory for the Trojans and a hapless um, Arizona State opponent. Stanford goes to Oregon in Autzen Stadium. Uh, can Stanford – clean up their act. Can they stop turning the football over? The running game hasn't been great, and it doesn't help when you lose A.J. Smith for the season. That was a tough loss. Tanner McGee has been able to wing it around a little bit and get the offense moving. Yards haven't been a problem. 12 turnovers in three games have told the story for their offense. Oregon hasn't been great on third downs. It's getting rocked for over 300 passing yards per game, and now it should be bombs away. Yet the secondary has had a whole slew of injuries. Having Caleb Williams and Michael Penix is going to give up a lot. But can Stanford do the same thing? I think not. And can Bo Nix, who's been up and down, good Bo Nix for now. Um, they'd like to have him in Auburn back right now, I know for sure. Oregon um, has looked different than they did against Georgia for good reason. Eastern Washington, BYU, Washington State hit 75% of the throws and close to 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns and a pick. The offensive line is given Bo next time. The offense is exploded. The defense is going to be better. Too much talent here. I mean, the Cardinal can hang around if they don't turn it over. But Oregon will eventually pull away. And if Stanford continues to turn it over, they're going to win decisively. Going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, I'm particularly interested, I mentioned, in the Oregon State-Utah and the Friday night game with Washington and UCLA. We're going to break down the game for you inside the film room over at LandryFootball.com, so make sure that you check that out. Complete analysis, film room, preview, reviews. We also are going to break it down for you early next week on Landry Football uh, Podcast Net uh, on the Landry Football Podcast Network. So make sure that you subscribe, like, and share so we can uh, know better how you feel about this show. Uh, also do the same for the Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. We appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the games, and we'll talk to you on another uh, edition of Pac-12 Football and Beyond, as well as the other conference podcasts, all on the Landry Football Podcast Network. So long, everybody.